Welcome to Armchair Preaching, a podcast of the First Presbyterian Church in Lakeland, Florida. This is a podcast about God's Word, the beauty of the gospel, and what it takes to communicate that truth to others. I'm your host, Pastor Zach McGowan, and on today's episode, I'm joined by Pastor Rebecca and Pastor John as we discuss this week's Easter messages and the Holy Week services that led to them. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Welcome back, everybody, to Armchair Preaching. This is the uh, the Easter edition of Armchair Woo-hoo. Preaching, and Rebecca's Yay. here, John's here. Lots and lots of preaching last week. Yes, lots yes, of yes, yes. Worship services last it's week. A big week. Yeah, it was a very big week. So I just want to: How was your Easter? Just let go. Just go around the room. What you guys? What did you do on Easter Sunday? Got done with a worship with worship services. You go off. What What did you do, Rebecca? I went to breakfast um, with someone after the sunrise service, and Very then I nice. came back, and and then I went to lunch with a, a bunch of people um, in in the afternoon. Um, Any place special? Uh, someone's home. Oh, cool. Yes, Very nice. uh, and then I um, took a nap. Uh, and went to a movie <laughs> in the evening. Can, can can you tell us what what movie? You yes, The Lost City. Oh, okay. I, it was a last minute decision. I was pulling into my house. I live right next to the theater, and I'm yeah. like, I've got time. It's starting in like ten minutes. I can do this. Uh, just right. pop over and see a movie, yeah. man. Yeah. Yep. That's great. What about great, you, John? Great. John, you were just talking to me about it. You had a big, big yeah, day it was a big, after. It was, a, it was a big week. Holy Week was a big week, of course, and uh, not only the things for the church, but I also had some other things going on with um, with Leadership Lakeland and some things I'm involved in. So it was a big week. Yeah. And then the Easter Egg, uh, Easter egg um, uh, event was a uh, first time I'd seen it. So yeah. uh, we we had virtual – I don't – there were just different versions of it the last, for the two years that I've been here, two yeah. Easter Egg hunts that I've been here. So that was the first time I've seen that. What do you think of the Easter Egg hunt? Rebecca. It was a lot of fun, and that skit was great. And yeah, yeah. I thought they, I thought that was yeah. that was really neat to be be a part of that. And uh, and then it so, was funny, you know. My wife and I were saying like, it's this is really the first year, John, that you've seen everything as it ha- would would typically yes. be with with Maundy Thursday, Good Friday. Yes, for it know, feels like my services. first my first year yeah. here. It yeah. feels like my first six months here. When a lot of a lot of our staff. You know, we've, we've Rebecca's yeah, Rebecca's mm-hmm. first and Jennifer Voigt, Jennifer and Voigt, Tom and Tom, Tom and, and Jennifer, yeah, yeah, Libby, Josh, uh, you know, uh, Anna Mays, who was a big part of uh, the success of the the, the week. But yeah, yeah. so what did you guys do after worship? So, on so Easter, fun, we Sunday? we came home and uh, we had a uh, we had a daughter. You know, COVID changes things, and so daughter Lauren uh, during COVID, one of the Easter's, I think it was last Easter, Easter before, said, "Let's don't do the typical." I don't even know what the typical. Easter meal is, ham. but, uh, but is it, she is says, it don't ham? do ham. Which uh, makes no sense. She said, but let's do. Uh, <laughs> it's let, like the opposite of what let, you would do on a Passover. <laughs> so we did. We did basically uh, burrito bowls, burrito and, uh, bowls. Uh, and with a with a you know grilled. Uh, she came over and grill started grilling on my smoker grill the uh, the Boston butt that we took off and, and shredded it uh, that afternoon and had some amazing burrito bowls and then we just hung out with the with the kids and the and the grandkids. Guacamole so. on that. Of course, okay. it wouldn't be. Uh, I mean, that's a I whole. That's a I, I, whole thing. I don't, I don't know that people know this, John. Oh yeah, that's true. We've never talked about you and guacamole. Yeah, that's a thing for us. It's a for thing. those who are listening now, guacamole is a uh, is a is a major event. We've had competitions yeah, in our house. Yeah, it's not just a, a thing. Guacamole it's not just a thing. It's a I'm meal. Not it's so a, it's sure. a you're not so think, sure about. I think, I think, that, I think Rebecca. You know, I think Rebecca. Oh, you ready to throw down the gauntlet here? Winning. Um, 
prove it. Yeah, uh, I think she wants yeah, you to prove that's that. Right. It's, like, it's, like, it's like photos, uh, like, the events. It didn't happen if there's no photos, right? So guacamole, you're on. Prove so it. So you're on. Yeah. So, uh, do you like guacamole? Do you like it? Uh, okay, so here's my thing with guacamole. All I think right. I, Rebecca's this, heard this. this is about we, to, we're about to define a relationship right yeah, now. Yeah, we, we talked okay. about – so Rebecca and I, we were at lunch with the staff. We talked about guacamole, and I have a thing – the visual of guacamole really gets to me. I, I, I now when I don't even see, see it, even if you see it before it becomes that mushed up, does not matter. No, okay. Does not okay. matter. But when I when I don't see it, and it's in like I had like burrito bowl. I had a burrito bowl last week for dinner one day, and I made sure there was guacamole in it because it was mixed in there. Yeah. I didn't see it, and it's very good. But when I see it, mm, it turns me off. Uh, we I'm have sorry. the whole. We have the, just so you know. We have the whole lava bowl. Yeah, the mocha mocha. I've seen it. The ma- you mash it up, and you. Uh, oh, that's right. You weren't here for the staff party. We did this last last year. We had to last brought the July, guacamole yeah. out for for last year. But uh, you mash you mash everything up. You mash the avocados up. Uh, mush uh, and just mix it together until you season it just right. Yeah, he won't tell you what's in there. A little bit, little bit of cumin. So, we, but no tomatoes. That's the thing. No tomatoes Lime. go into guacamole. Yeah, he mm-hmm. won't. He won't tell you exactly what's in his that's guacamole. Right, that's it's, right. It's, it's, it's a family secret. I could tell you. It's, a, it's top secret. I have, <laughs> but to, you have kill, to kill, I have to kill us, you afterwards. Kill us afterwards. <laughs> anyway. uh, but we had some of that. We definitely had some of that. And then I uh, got to you know hung out with the kids uh, the, that af- the, the afternoon. And you know little little Jack Jack is uh, he's hilarious. And so you know we're out there. He, Running and playing and doing all kinds of fun things, and he's later on he's singing the the, the Wellerman song. Do you know this song? The Wellerman. The Wellerman song. It's an old, it's like one. an old, uh, it's, like, it's an old pirate song, and he's got it down to a T. So I was just watching him sing the Wellerman song to us for I'm, for I'm twenty to, minutes that night. I, Rebecca, I think we're gonna have to Google that after. I've, That's yeah, right. I definitely I've have never, to. I've never. Those heard who the are Wellerman. listening, you can Google it as Google well. It, yeah. The Wellerman song. Yeah. How about you? What'd you do? So so my daughter. Uh, is today actually the day that we're recording this uh, is her birthday. Happy birthday, Hannah! And so my daughter turns nine today. But because it's a Tuesday, they have school and everything else. So her birthday actually falls on Easter on a fairly, fairly regular basis. So, uh, so yeah, very often. So we typically Easter weekend, if it falls around her birthday, becomes a hybrid sort of celebration for us. So we do. They were out of school on Friday because the state of Florida, God bless them. Uh, Good Friday is one of the twelve states and where where Good Friday is a holiday. And so they had the day off. So we, we went out and did some stuff Friday. Obviously, Easter egg hunt Saturday, which was uh, amazing. Again, I've seen the, I've seen this, the, the resurrection drama that Renee Hawk and her team put on. This was probably the best one I've ever seen them do. And I've heard this. I mean, I've heard it over and over and over again. But they just they brought it really. There was a lot of power this, this year. And uh, I don't know that. Most Easter egg hunt no. sponsored churches are going to bring in a gospel presentation. No. I mean, it was what was that? You know, five minutes or so. Five minutes. It was a five was minute awesome. presentation, yeah. but it was it was the gospel embodied, enacted. It was I was not just fabulous. So yeah, and I think it is one of the things that uh, one of the things I'm really proud of at FPC. That would that predates me by. I mean, they've been doing that for. I mean, you can see the sets. One of the things that probably needs a little up, update is probably the sets, but they, that tells you how long they've but been doing it. But I'll tell you, that six year. Marley was standing in front of me. My yeah. six-year-old granddaughter Mar- Marley was standing in front of me, and she was mesmerized. Yeah, she was. She was just locked, o- in. O- locked in. Locked so in. It was, uh, so so the, I could see the message was getting into the head. And I wanted those props for yeah. the six thirty. Not that anybody could see it when you first arrived, but um, <laughs> you know, there's the the stone, the stone. rolled away. Oh, and I yeah, thought, yeah, oh that's, that's awesome. That's a good that prop. is that is a good prop. But so we so we we did the Easter egg hunt. Then Sunday, uh, you know, worship service. We we had. Uh, 
I, I I slept in a little bit, which I haven't done in a long time on an Easter. I say slept in. I was I was up by I was my my hope was to be up in time to be able to go to the the sunrise service potentially, um, but not be on duty. But uh, I, that did not happen. Um, <laughs> but so what I did was I you missed a good one. I did some prep work. I did some prep work at home, uh, which I typically come in. But it was nice because I my kids woke up. You know, Julie woke up, and we were able to just kind of have a little bit of a morning before I I, mm. I came in, and and then after we did, you know, we did the 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 um, family photo on the front lawn. Oh, that was nice too. With, I with, saw your pictures with the uh, yeah. I mean that John, you great. brought you brought that in last year. That was a really really good touch, and I think even this year is even better than last year. There was a it was 360 degrees, so you have some people have their pictures with the lake in the background, yes, and some yes. with the the congregation, the church in the background. And, it's a nice new tradition for yeah. us. The church. I think it's and Jim nice. Hamer made the, Jim Hamer made the cross a little bigger this year a little too. Bigger uh-huh. and yeah. lots. I mean, the flowers were just. Yeah. We brought with this this year. We brought flowers last year, but um, uh, last last spring after Easter, uh, Han Han and Hanny and uh, Julie started doing a little flower garden, like specifically where they were growing. You know, oh, nice. And, and actually, we had let it go foul for a little bit. Um, is that the word right? Fallow. For, yeah. Fallow. Right. But. This is this tells you this is the remarkable nature, uh, the the remarkable aspects of nature. So they had let it go fallow because they were going to replant this spring. Well, a, a sunflower vine just sprouted up on its own. This huge, the biggest one that we'd had, and it has been giving sunflowers off for the last I four months. So there were four. Perfect sunflowers on there. Julie, you brought them. You brought them Julie in. and the kids uh, brought them in. Nice one for each of us. And so, you, if you look at the pictures that we're in, there's two at the top and there's two at the bottom. That that represents us. So we did that, and then we got home, and I actually cooked out um, cooked out chicken and salmon because I eat salmon. The kids, uh, Julie had chicken hamburgers, so we grilled out, and then we just took it easy the rest of the day. We just yeah kicked salmon's our feet a good one Ooh. because you know the. Disciples on the seashore right. catching the hundred fish. fish. There you go. That was fish. my that was my mentality. Yeah, Thank it, you. That was it. that was that was my. Spiritual. You mean they didn't have guacamole on the seashore? <laughs> I don't remember that in the story. <laughs> anyway, I hope. I, However, if I'd have been there, they would have had some really good guacamole. Yeah. There you go. Put that out there. Well, my prayer, and I think all of our prayers, is that everyone had yeah. a great Resurrection Sunday, and uh, that it was led into by just meaningful Holy Week experiences yeah. for them as well. And speaking of which, you know, we actually start. Uh, the midweek services on Thursday uh, with Maundy Thursday and Rebecca, you preached on Maundy Thursday. We, as we mentioned in last week's episode of the podcast, all of the ordained staff were a part of the services. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Rebecca, as you're going into that that sermon, that message. You know, we've got the sacrament. We've got stripping. We, there's a lot of dramatic elements to that. How how are you approaching that message specifically? Uh, well, first it was narrowing down where I'm going to focus because uh, a lot took place on that day, um, and I focused in on the Passover meal and Jesus instituting the yeah. Lord's Supper during that time. So those it was sort of both a focus on Passover and then the institution of the Lord's Supper in light of that meal and Jesus inserting himself into that story. Um, and so I I went with that. Yeah, I loved I loved how you went back and really did a you did a great job of tying in the Old Testament mm-hmm. narrative. You know, talking through the the history of God's people in Egypt, the 
abject slavery that they had experienced, God's rescue, and what the Passover really meant, and then tying that so so tightly to the to the to the to the the Lord's Supper and that moment for us, God rescuing yeah. us mm-hmm. as well. We, we had uh, about. Eight, nine, eight or nine years ago, we had a, had someone come in and just walk us through uh, the Seder, Seder Supper. Oh, that, that's that, awesome. that was our that was our Thursday night experience. So we didn't have the the service yeah. like we had mm-hmm. on Thursday night. We had a we had basically a Christian Seder Supper. So because it was all the all the things that you were doing mm-hmm. in your message, which was giving us the the story of the Passover and what the Passover meal itself contained and 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 uh, and meant all the different meanings, and then tied that in piece by piece with the um, with mm-hmm. with both um, what happened. With uh, with uh, in the upper room, and then how they t- how they carry that forward, and how we carry it forward now, even with the Lord's Supper. So, I w- that was all in my mind yes. as you were doing that, and I love the phrase, and you said it a minute ago. I love the phrase where because it was this is, this is the Passover, this is the Passover, this is the Passover. This is how Jesus inserted himself yeah. into this. Yes. He inserted himself into this, which is exactly what he was doing. So that, that that's a phrase I took away from that. It's like it's exactly what happened. Well, there's a lot of imagery in the Passover, so you you really honed in on the imagery of the four cups and the four promises. What was right. it that you, as you were thinking through all the imagery that you could tie in, because you're having to make a decision, right? I mean, right. You have yeah. to, to yeah. narrow down what, 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 what drew you to the four cup, four promise imagery of the Passover and tying that to Jesus specifically? Because I love that. I mean, I, I absolutely love that, but I was well, wondering Well, the third where cup goes along with the, promi- uh, the promise of the Exodus story of redemption. Yeah. Um, and Jesus inserts himself in the, the Lord's Supper. He institutes the Lord's Supper with the redemption cup, and he yeah. is the redemption. And so um, I guess that's what drew me to the cups. Yeah, I tell you, doing the, the words of institution Following your message, That's it, it, it made it. You know, when I when I when I raised the cup uh, and said the words, you know, this is the cup of the new covenant, my body. I, mm-hmm. it, my mind just went right back to what you had just said. So I thought that was a really powerful yeah, it, image. And that, I'm sure it was for you raising the cup, but it was it was for us in the room as well. Yeah. Hearing that that this meal that we're about to participate in is connected to the to the ancient meals as well. Yeah. And then we moved from from Maundy Thursday to Good Friday. Mm-hmm. Good Friday there was no no preaching per se, right? We we really let the the scripture um, speak for itself there. Yeah. John and you you and Dan and, and the team kind of outlined that. What was the the thought thought yeah, behind we, that? Because there have been we've have done meditations or yeah, sermons, sermons in those service before. And that, that was uh, for a while. That was the plan this this Good Friday as well. But um, but since we're coming in out of a series called Slowing Down, yeah. one of the things we wanted to do was create a really a generous amount of space, unusual amount of space in a worship service. And it was uh, when we talked about it, it was it was similar to when we were coming out of COVID and we had that prayer service, or we were in COVID. And yeah. They had the prayer prayer service, and we did the same thing then. Um, Rebecca, you weren't here at the mm-hmm. time, but we we had this prayer service, and we just had read the scriptures, and we had these moments where people can sit in the sanctuary, hear the hear the scriptures read, and then just sit in the presence of God in silence. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to give, we wanted to go back to that experience because we heard we heard very positive things. It was such a meaningful thing. So we wanted, especially on a Good Friday, that you hear a part of the story and you sit with the story. And I know part of it was was we didn't get as much silence in one of the one of the segments because uh, and got excited about the uh, you know, about, about the music that was coming up and he was just really focused on it and just that just happens. But that was okay too because mm-hmm. we still had space. It was a very spacious service and the piece that they did was so spot on. So so we wanted. Wanted it to be kind of a lessons and carols, a lesson and then not carols, lessons and music, and uh, and I, I mean I thought that the just the the way the music flowed when they went to from the fullness of that when I surveyed the the wondrous cross to that very last piece, which was very contemplative, contemplative and yeah. quiet and almost almost ethereal and it's like almost monastic yeah. in its uh, in its in its sound there, and then just ended quietly. It was just it was. It was great. Yeah, and it really, I think, and you said it, John, in, in some of your opening remarks and, and even in the, the closing, uh, where, where in Maundy Thursday we ended in silence. You know, we stripped the, stripped the, the altar and we ended in silence. Your, your, your um, encouragement for the congregation was to let that sit. You know, mm. let it sit um, and feel it, feel the the heaviness of it, so that Sunday when it comes, the celebration is all the sweeter and all yeah. the greater. So as we entered into um, Easter Sunday, we have four services here. We have a sunrise service, eight fifteen service, and two ten thirty services. Uh, I just throw this out there. We've talked about this related to Christmas, but everybody knows. The big story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you, you know, no one is, no one is, uh, no one is, you know, gonna, you know, throw a curveball in terms of the focus. And every year, you know that that's coming. So, it, how do you approach each year, knowing that that that's that's there? What what are your what are your challenges? What are your excitement? You know, are what are the things that you're excited about to go back to that story? What are the things that are challenging with that story, Rebecca? How how do you kind of approach? That especially in this year, this is a new. This the same how it's the same holy day, right? But a new environment for you, correct? And a sunrise service, no less. So what? We, what how are you? First approaching of all, have you, it? have you done? Did you do sunrise services in the past? Have you, yes, this, you've done them before. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think I've done five of them. Yeah. Maybe nope, more than that. I don't know how many I've done. A lot. Yes. But not here. <laughs> not here. Not, not on the shores of Lake Hollingsworth. Correct. Right, yeah. Um, to me, geog- geography is not that big of an issue. Uh, the issue is everybody knows the story. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, people come to hear that story. And so you, you don't have to get so out there with the story. Um because the story speaks for itself, and if mm-hmm. if you get, chose some random Old Testament prophet, uh, you know that people don't know too much about that, you know, prophesies <laughs> about Jesus's, you know, resurrection or whatever. And I think the they story, would yeah. feel yeah. like robbed. I, I think feel they robbed, they yeah. want the gospel story. They want to come and hear yeah. and celebrate, which and, is a great thing to want. On yes, Easter. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and so I try not to like go. Yeah. Um, don't go rogue. Yeah. 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 Something that they're not familiar with. So sticking with them. I think I used the Gospel of Matthew 28. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just all, we all we yeah. all were preaching yeah. out of yeah. 20, Matthew 28, right. right? Yeah. 
Yeah. One cool thing about the uh, the setting this year, it was um, you know we're out we're looking we're on the steps looking towards the the stage that was set up uh, there, and back behind the stage was an unbelievably gorgeous um, the setting because it, when it, when we first started the moon was still yes. you know twenty five degrees in, in the uh, in the in the was sky a, it was right su- there in our line of sight. So it's a super moon. It was super moon. Un, it was yes. really quite spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the setting just it enhanced uh, everything. But you know you, you it was it you gave. You, you gave them the story. Mm-hmm. You gave them you, this is this is the story. This is why we're here. Yes. The tomb was empty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Stop so, looking in dead places for Jesus. Yeah. So, John, what were you? Uh, so, what are the challenges or the excitements that you face when you're heading into? You know, as, as we talk about, there are these people. People want the story. You know. So, what do you do to yeah. kind of approach that in a in a in a way that is familiar, but also Fresh and, and I, 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 when you were asking it of Rebecca a moment ago, I, I was thinking, you know, I, I uh, this isn't a conscious thought. This is just what I've done for twenty five years. Every year, when it comes time for the Easter sermon, I go back into the story as if it was the first time I've ever heard it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I enter into the story as if, like, what if I were there? Yeah, mm-hmm. what if it was? What if this really was? What if I was living this living this experience? Or what if I was, you know, now but had never heard this story? And what would I react to? So I I did that same thing this year. What would I What would I experience mm-hmm. if I were experiencing this for the very first time? And that just let that let that dictate because as as you said we we all went to Matthew twenty eight so it's Matthew's telling of the story so let's enter into that and see what see what rises up and it was fun. Do you do y'all find like so all four gospels deal with the resurrection but deal with it somewhat differently? Yes. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of different details. Do you find that um, the the do you find it a challenge not to go bounce like in some in some sermons yeah. when there's a shared story we'll talk and I think we even talked about this a little bit last week with Palm Sunday because that's also a story that's in mm-hmm. every gospel we did kind of bounce off some of the different things I I, with you, John, try, try and myself, not, we, you try, didn't really try, bounce too much. A little off bit, of, you did a little bit of Luke, and a yeah. little bit of Luke in there, but try, try not to. Um, Is there a reason that? Because I, I did the same thing. I didn't touch on any of the other yeah, gospels. I, there. I just, I am aware that um, on Easter, more so than other Sundays, that there are people in there that they just really need a, a straight telling of a story, a version, yeah. of, a version of the story. And if they want more details, because it really is just adding color to the story. When you add the rest of the details from the other gospels, you're adding color to the same story. You, even the question of what day was the Passover on yeah. as a big question we could have talked about left it alone yeah. yeah do you find that Rebecca the 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 temptation to go to the other gospels and bounce it off or just like John like uh, there's a temptation there i try not to to fall into uh, it yes yeah because there is there's a lot of richness there but you have to remember the audience mm-hmm. i mean there is a there are probably a lot more uh, folks that Church life is not their regular practice. Mm-hmm. Reading the, the scriptures not their regular practice, and it can get very muddy. Do you find are, are there go, are there particular gospel uh, presentations of the resurrection that you you know one of those that you you resonate more with, or does it change year to year, or or how how do you what do you think about the the different presentations? I, I'll say this: I have probably preached out of John's telling more than any other gospel, mm-hmm. and probably Mark's the least. That's because I, I, wow. I went back over my Easter messages and I looked at how many times I preached out of each gospel just to kind of see like you know compare. I I don't tend to. I think I'd be with you on the mark the least. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I've, I've done Mark the least. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask you to prep for this beforehand, so yeah. I'm, I'm no, throwing I'm a curveball for it. No, I'm just kind of going through my mental file right now. Yeah. So that I, and but I think I'm kind of balanced between if I had to if I had to guess where I landed with the with all the others, I, I'd probably be pretty balanced between the others. Would you? Yeah. Do you have Do you have a sense? I'm thinking Matthew and John, Matthew um, and John. are the ones that I've preached from the most, but I'd have to check. Yeah, yeah. I, I just the reason I say this because I, I I look back at the last four years of Easter messages that I've done, or the last four Easter messages that I've done, I had not preached in Matthews. Um, so it, there was a lot more. I've re- obviously read the Matthew passages a bunch, but not not with the eye towards prepping it for a sermon. And so it was interesting to me to go back and actually do that. So Zach, how how do you um, how do how does it get how does it come across fresh? For you, for a Easter message yeah. in your preparation, yeah. So for me, I I, I I I look at the details. I mean, I really go because the the each gospel does present the resurrection with very different detail focus. You know, the the, the number of women that they mention or the mm-hmm. names of the women they yeah. mention. Uh, Matthew's the only one that really deals with the the guards at the, the tomb, yeah. and, and you you talked about it, John. I also mentioned it too that why there were guards at the tomb anyway. I mean, it's kind of a ridiculous thing to do, but but there was such a fear from the the Pharisees. You talked about John, especially the even the the bribery that takes place yeah. afterwards. Um, those yeah, are Rebecca de- hit that as well and her message. The, that those are details that are not in other gospels, yeah. and so thinking about those details. Um, to me, that the getting down into that granular level of, you know, geeking out on the words and you know, getting getting excited about why is Matthew doing this? Why is he getting ready to 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 set up the Great Commission in this way and and come out of the coming out? Of, I always think it's interesting how they come out of the crucifixion, how the gospel writer comes out of the crucifixion, goes into the resurrection, how they go out of the resurrection. I think it's really telling about their their purpose, and so mm-hmm. to me. Reading and rereading yeah. those things, and I will go back and read the other gospel passages for my prep. Not that I'm going, but just this because that also highlights the details mm-hmm. that for Matthew, you know, uh, points out that that really um, because that you see the other the other three. So, well, why is Matthew doing this? So that that to me is always always exciting and always a fresh thing i thought the interesting one of the interesting places where that that kind of prep and that kind of attitude going into it was um was evident was in the double earthquake the, imagery that you had there was really at the, triple at, earthquake at the, the, at, the, at the cross yeah mm-hmm. and then at the uh, at, at the tomb and then the earthquake of, of the of the, the changed guards, lives and, yeah yeah, that that was one of those. We've talked about this, Rebecca, before. Like you said, you get really into the words, right? You go down, yes. and where's it all? And so I really got that. I was like, wait a minute, is this earthquake stuff here? And then I was like, I wonder if that word for trembling in the guards is from the same root word. And sure enough, it's from the exact same root. It's the 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 verb tense of the the uh, the, the noun uh, the, the noun of which that 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 was the case. You know, Rebecca, as you're getting into this week. What are the things that you know? You're in a. It's a very different environment on the front lawn. It's a very mm-hmm. than than week in week out. It's a different liturgical kind of thing. You had Tom and Jennifer, so you yes. had uh, you had a and rep- Brian there up on the platform too. Yeah, so you you mm-hmm. had this. What were the things as you're looking at this week's message with Easter that you're saying? I, w- I would love to talk about this, 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 but I have to leave that out. Was there what were the things that you're like? I just got to leave this uh, this on the table. 
Hmm. Cutting room floor type stuff. I mean, there's so many aspects. I guess it's what I was looking at, not what I wasn't looking at. Yeah. Um, I mean, next year I'll remember to bring bug spray. Um. Did you guys get? Did you get eaten up pretty <laughs> oh, bad? Oh yes, yes. <laughs> really? Oh, eaten alive. Yeah, and Jennifer got eaten wow. too. Um, oh man, yeah. you were in the grass. That, that, that makes sense. You were in the grass. <laughs> did you, Did you have any? Did you have any animal visitors this time? Around? Not that I know of. Yeah, you got to talk to Dan Gordon about that. That that and Paul about the the ducks coming right up to the stage. And very nice. She made references to the animals in her uh, in her message about did the I? alligators cooking oh. breakfast or something. Something <laughs> That's right. odd like that. Surprising, yeah, surprising as uh, some strange animal tricks. Yes. Yeah. What about you, John? What, what were the things that you're looking at? And go, man, I'd love to dive this way or that way, but I, I, I am not really don't have the the time want to give space for the celebrations aspect of it because you really that was really the key for your message was this idea of how celebratory the resurrection yeah. was for the the women and then later for the disciples and and yeah i mean i think I think the thing you leave out is if you're gonna if you're gonna for me if I'm gonna press that hard on that that message and 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 for me it felt right on Easter Sunday to be the message to press hard on is that you know hey and and I love how you said it at the end you know if you if 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 um you know, you, you, if you're not shaken to the core, you might want to question whether it's there at all. Yeah, and something like that. And that—that that was the, not those words. That sentiment was inside of me, so I just wanted to get that out as much as, as much as possible. So you do end up leaving out, you know, all the uh, the t- the possibilities of what you could talk, could talk about in order to cr- craft a, a message that lands with, you know, these women. They there's there was something and there was some trepidation in them, but as you said, it was not the same as what the guards felt. Yeah. And more importantly, filled with joy was the 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 key phrase and all that. And of course, you know, the whole vibe of Easter is always joy joyful, joyful. We adore adore you. Mm-hmm. You know that 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 vibe is there. The joy of that message. I I really wanted to 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 press hard on that that idea of joy. And just and what does it look like for us to do that? Well, we both. I think. I think we we all would agree. This is the time to kind of say, okay, either either you get this or you don't get this. Yeah. And and so there's all there's a, there's probably a more there's probably a more explicit uh, not altar call. Uh, you guys, we didn't do an altar call at, at Easter sunrise, did we? Do uh, not really, but I did, you did um, call up to the altar, right? I did <laughs> say, you know, if you don't know um, <laughs> this Jesus, then come talk to somebody. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we all had that sentiment uh, because we there's a sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. Um, which the cross and the empty tomb brings us to that mm-hmm. sense of urgency. It's a it's 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 not just about the pastel colors and the Easter bunny and all that. One of the things that that uh, is implied in that, if you don't know, talk to one of the pastors. And one of the things that was explicit in your message and my mine as as well was um, there are people there. More than likely, there are people in the room who don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, can you talk a little bit about what was on your mind with uh, with with bringing up the you were talking about the skeptics at the end, and you, you did a little well, that, circumstantial I, apologetics there at the end. Yeah, can I tell you that was not in the notes. That was entirely <laughs> like off the cuff. I mean, it was not. I mean, ask ask Lana. I said Lana because I had right right before the the, the sermon. Uh, Lana's for those that don't know, she's the one that triggers the the slides uh, for us in Vine, uh, and she's following along. 
along in the in the script or in the the written notes um i told her i said i'm probably gonna go way off 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 script here uh, at this point. See what happens. Way off the manuscript. And I'm sure that's part, partly you looking out at the crowd. Yes. Well, I, I had met, I mean, even because I had, was thinking about the Easter egg hunt. I was thinking about the people I had met at the Spring Festival two weeks ago. I was thinking about the people I had met that morning as I'm walking through Loudon Hall. As you do, John, Rebecca, you do. You you, you you go out to the to the congregation. You shake people's hands that you know. You greet people that you don't know. And you start to think. And you you, you know this. You, you both know this. You get a sense of who's there because, like, as you put it, I love they have a drug problem. They got drugged to church. <laughs> yeah. I love that you put that. I thought that was an excellent way you put that. But you get a sense when you're saying hello to people who has that problem, yeah. right? They're there because somebody dragged them. I'm not going to name them. names, but I, I mm. even moments before I get get we get started, I'm meeting a, fa- a family and the the the. the the two regular attenders, the members here at FPC, they've got a passel of folks with them. And I'm like, oh, are you visiting from out of town? Nope, we're local. So that was in my head thinking they, they've made a conscious choice to, to to not be part of a worshiping community for whatever reason. And they're there because, you know, grandma and grandpa wanted the whole family to go to church on Easter Sunday. So uh, that stuff is really, really heavy I, in I my th- head. I too. think it's a I think it's a kindness to acknowledge them like you did. Rebecca, just mm-hmm. by saying, look, if this, you may not be here. You may not be on Team Jesus right now. Right. But given the magnitude of what this is about, you ought to consider it. Mm-hmm. Right. Likewise, you yeah. may not be, you may not be with it. You know, that yeah. you, were, you said it, you know, there's people, plenty of people have been skeptics. Yeah. Including some of us. I mean, at, at various times. You yeah. have been, yeah. I was yeah. too. I mean, I, th- there's always moments of doubt for people. But yeah, you've got to make that explicit. Yeah. But, uh, and here know, we are, like, most joyful. Yeah. time of the year and and then if if you don't have that joy i mean the yeah stark car- contrast to the person next to you yeah oh my gosh it really is john how about you as you because I, yeah, I i watched the service online yeah very different still celebratory still a lot of energy but then you go to 8 15 you go to 10 30 you're looking at a uh a, 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 one of the largest crowds we've had i mean larger than we had two years ago it's, or three three larger, years ago larger than pre-pandemic yeah larger than pre-pandemic so yeah. you're looking at a crowd that is very different than the typical weekend yeah. week out how, yeah. how do you approach that well it certainly it, it certainly feels better to have that to have that <laughs> crowd and and not just because you feel good about having a f- full house but everything you know sounds better and and yeah. the 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 energy in the room is so different when there are people in the room yeah and uh, i remember t- listening to a speaker talk about the just just singing together it doesn't matter what kind of music it is the, you know if you're in a stadium listening to a rock band and you're all singing together shoulder to shoulder mm-hmm. it is very different than when you're 50 feet from the nearest person yeah it really is so such a different experience so that's yeah. the the power that the music and, and and being together uh, has, and I felt all every bit of that on on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. And of course, it got better and better because it was hundred you know fifty people or so at the right. at, at the sunrise and however many at the eight fifteen, and then there's just a full house at the both ten thirty services yeah. as well. So it just got if you feel that more and more. So yeah, yeah. So I'm definitely mindful of that, and you know, as as we do, we don't see a we don't I don't see a crowd. Yeah. 
on when you're recording it yeah yeah well no yes that's yeah. definitely true but when we have live yeah. when we have live services when people are in the room we don't see a crowd we see individuals see individuals yeah who make up the crowd yeah and so you're best you're definitely looking around and the longer you hear rebecca you, mm-hmm. you've been here long the longer you hear the more you see those individuals mm-hmm. and you know their backstories and you know that person sitting next to them who's just coming to town perhaps for a good meal or what, mm-hmm. whatever they're coming to church for a good meal um and to just it, it, you you think about them and yeah. I, I think about them and I want to talk to them and we've talked about this before the balance between you know uh, thinking through the unchurched the dechurched the the skeptics versus preaching so that the disciple is further discipled and has the opportunity for joy Rebecca do you feel like that balance shifts at all on Easter in your mind in terms of how you're approaching the the, the message are you you know you are you thinking more about the unchurched person in the room or or about the same how, how do you I'm think I'm probably thinking more about the believers in the room okay. but I don't Ignore the fact that there's going to be other people there, mm-hmm. um, family members, friends, neighbors, whatever it might be, uh, or just people interested in the community wanting to find out what is this about. Yeah. Um, or, I mean, Spring Festival and Easter egg hunt, you know, coming the next day. And, uh, you know, they had some wonderful experience the day before. Let me see what this community is about. So, I mean, it's there, but um, I'm, I'm speaking to the, the believers, but I want those people who don't know um to know and to you know come join us celebrate with us you know this best thing ever um best day ever Best day Best ever. Day yeah. ever. Day ever. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, this is the you know this was I think um a be- definitely the highlight of my Sundays this year by far. I think um, we've had some great, great Sundays. We've had some great weeks, and I think y- you both have preached phenomenal messages in the the last, especially in the last several weeks uh, leading into this. So I think there was God's spirit was has been definitely moving in our congregation to this point. And I pray, and our, I think all of our prayers is that there would have been, there would be people that. That caught a hold of the fire of the gospel, mm-hmm. and that it would that would really it would really um, be fanned into flames. That they would uh, know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and yeah. as you said at the end of your message, John, get into the community because that's where it really yeah. takes off for people. Yeah. You know, I, I love that. I love that. Well, this Sunday, I appreciate it, you saying yeah. that too because I re- made reference to a Gator football game. Yeah, I, I, too, tried so that to, you know, I appreciate I, you saying that, I, Mr. All, Alabama fan. I, I almost uh, <laughs> had to shut the, the sermon off at that point. Well, it was almost. Just, Done, so you talk. might as well suffer through the last bit. Suffer through the last bit of it. Well, this Sunday, you know, this is uh, April twenty fourth. Uh, we yeah, have a big, uh, big, cool thing coming up. Fine, cool, cool Sunday. Rebecca will be in classic, yep. kicking off, <laughs> kicking off a new series called Fearless. Mm-hmm. Josh Schweitzer. Our student ministries director will be leading our youth Sunday, also preaching on Fearless uh, as well. I think um, haven't talked to him about it, so we got to make sure he knows what we're doing. Uh, but uh, but uh, they'll be in Vine. The Vine uh, band will be uh, infiltrated. No, uh, that's not the right word. Um, <laughs> we'll be joined by members of the 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 youth band from Wednesday nights, the Surrender Youth Band from Wednesday. It's always a 
fun Sunday in Vine. And so I encourage folks uh, to come out and worship again with us um, at Classic 815, 1030, or in Vine. And if you've missed any one of our Easter messages, uh, we encourage you to check out fpclakeland.org. Uh, any one of the messages leading into Easter. Uh, my hope is that we will get the Maundy Thursday message up on the website this week. I was told it was recorded. Oh, um, wow. Oh, surpri- I did not know. Surprise, surprise. Uh, I was told it was recorded. I hope that that's the case. It'd be an audio recording, right? It'd be an audio recording. Yeah. Um, we're working on thinking through how to do uh, video for next year. Um, so but so hopefully we'll be be, be there. But um, if you've missed any one of those, I encourage you to check out fpclakeland.org. Under the uh, worship tab, there's a drop-down menu for the sermon archive. And uh, any one of the episodes of Armchair Preaching, make sure you subscribe to uh, uh, Armchair Preaching on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher. I changed up the order on you there, yeah, Rebecca. Yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> and, those uh, who don't know, Rebecca and I are looking at each other like he does this every time. It's like, did, like clockwork, I did, in order. I did change up the order that time, though. Uh, subscribe, hit the like button, share it with your friends. That's great. It's, uh, it's a, I did hear from folks on, on Maundy Thursday. They listened to the to the episode armchair preaching. They 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 were debating about whether they were going to be here or not. They listened to the episode and they showed up. How about that? And they wanted to make it part of their their discipleship practice. So that was a that was a big win. I, I was glad to hear that. Uh, we appreciate everybody joining us. I really appreciate Rebecca you hanging out, John you hanging out with us, and uh, we'll see everybody again next week. Bye.